Characters Here podcast. I am your host, Arthur and artist, Sharday. On this show, we talk about our goals and dreams and becoming our better selves. You'll be inspired by incredible interviews and motivated by success stories. And the best part is you'll be a part of the community. Yes, you can be a character too. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram at SLF underscore entertainment. And for more information, visit charactersheres.com. This is Characters Here Podcast, and I am your host, Sharday. I am so excited because I just left an event, the second annual Right This Way Indie Art Fest. It was today from 12 to 4, and I had a really good time. It was at Punchavelli Studios in Dallas, and it was sponsored by Punchavelli Studios and Half Price Books. The founder is Chandra Queros. She was the host as well as Latrenda Bailey Rush, educational senior. And our guest speakers were Nisi Black, Richard J. Gonzalez, and Monica S. Hatley. We had a good time. There was music. There was a food vendor. Those tacos were amazing. <laughs> we had uh, book giveaways. It was a lot, a lot of fun. And if you ever want to be a part of this, the email address to contact is writethiswayartherfest at gmail.com. I had the opportunity to interview each Arthur that was there, and I learned so much. One of the Arthurs, Miss Elizabeth Rents, she taught me how to go live on Facebook. <laughs> I did not know <laughs> how to go live on Facebook. That is I am a millennial, but I just don't, technology is not something that I'm that great at, especially when it comes to apps, and I just thought of, you know, Instagram Live took me a minute to try to figure out, and so I just knew that Facebook Live was not going to be a click of a button, (laughs) but it really is, and she taught me, and now I learned something that I can implement for the show, so I'm really excited about that. So I just wanted to thank Chandra Quirles for this opportunity. I really, really appreciate it. I want to thank all the authors that came out, the guest speakers, because I learned so much. And I have to say, of all the events that I've attended, this event has honestly been the event that I've done the most networking. And in February, I said I was going to do go to an event each month of 2018. And this has my, been my third event that I've attended. And like I said, I've done the most networking and I'm learning so much from it. But I want you all to listen to these great people, these wonderful authors, and just get to know them a little bit of their story. I hope that I can get them individually on so we can talk a little bit longer about who they are, their background, and, you know, their writing style. So we're going to get right into the interviews. I hope you really, really enjoy this episode because I... I love what I do as a creative. I love painting. I love writing. And I love doing this podcast. But it takes a lot of work, but I love it. I absolutely love it. Go to charactershere.com so you can see everything that I do and also so you can get into this podcast. So without further ado, I hope you enjoy. Here's the authors of Right This Way Indie Fest 2018. <laughs> So my name is Van Allen, and listen, you got to be careful giving me a microphone because I'll put on a show, right? What got me into writing? Having fun got me into writing. That's what got me into writing, having fun. And just being a clown on the page and being a clown online and on Facebook and on Twitter, 
just being able to be free and to have fun and to let it go and to not worry about it. That's what got me into writing. So for the most part, I want to be known as a writer. However, I think lately in my online presence, I have, been, I have become sort of the zombie expert. And what that means is I stand up and I ask you, how many of you got your flu shot this year? All right, everybody else that didn't get a flu shot, go to the back of the room. I'm gonna give you a number. Every year, 50,000 Americans die of the flu. Every year, 50,000. And what are you worried about? You worried about politics? You worried about crime? You need to be worried about the flu. If you take care of your business, worried about the flu, you don't have to be worried about the zombie apocalypse. Okay? And, and like, I wanna give credit to Nisi, I wanna give credit to Monica. They gave us a lot of good information about web services. I've met great people writing here today. Tabby, um, I've met Richard, uh, Chandra for just, just, you know, the courage to put this on two years in a row. I think we owe her a, an applause for this. Thank you. And, and thank you for having me here. I, I don't really like to stand up and take credit for what I do. Let me just tell you this. If you go out there and you search for Van Allen Fiction, you'll find me. Look for me and find me. I, listen, I'm at this point in my writing career where I'm approachable and I like to talk. I like to contact, I like to reach out, I like to know what it is you want to, what are you, what are you into? I'm, I'm more about you than I am about me, so. So right here in my hand, I have this fake book, but inside of it are a bunch of random questions, and I do it on my podcast. So you're gonna pick a question and answer it. <laughs> and I'll read it to you. I picked question number 10. So, what was your first car, and what do you remember about it? My first car, all right, so I'm gonna tell you guys the truth. Now, as a writer, I can tell you whatever I wanna tell you, right? Right? Can I? Can I put any picture on my website I want? Can't I describe myself any kind of way I wanted to? I can say I have a PhD in, in fine arts, right? How would you know? You wouldn't know. But, in all honesty, my first car was a Ford Escort back in 1988. And uh, when they first came out, they were kind of like this German-American hybrid as a teenager. And if there's any teens in this audience, you know, don't listen to me. But I used to drive around and skirt around in that car all day, and I used to bump into stuff and hit stuff and crash into stuff. And me and that car, we were in ditches, we were sideways, we were swirling around on wet roads. And so I had a lot of fun. But, however, I survived. Any sort of thing that we all did, we had to get lucky at some point. We had to learn and grow, and grow up. I had, I had my times of growing up, so yes. Thank you so much for that, I appreciate it. Round of applause, everyone. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. All right. So our next author interview with SLF Entertainment will be Breakfield and Berkey. 
authors of the Enigma series. Ladies first. My name is Rox Berkey, and I am the co-author with Charles Brakefield of the Enigma series. We got started writing actually because we were in the technology field for 20 some odd years and we wrote technical manuals and we wrote white papers and boy is that boring. So we decided that it was going to be more fun to write fictional stories. So does anybody in the audience have something as simple as a smartphone? Good, you got a tablet, you got a computer. Got an iPad? Okay, so you have a few devices, right? How many have more than one device? How many can't leave home without them? There's a babysitting service that we can introduce you to just for that purpose. So what we decided was we wanted to take a look at technology. And in our years of technology, we have found that it has changed amazing strides over recent years on what it can do and what it can't do. So we decided we were going to write techno thrillers to kind of help people understand how you need to kind of protect yourself, have a few guardrails. Yeah, so uh, some of the things that we, uh, we've run into is like uh, uh, identity theft. People we've talked with, people we've talked with that have uh, been victims of identity theft. Um, the um, super viruses that uh, take over whole organizations. Um, this is the stuff that uh, we work on in our day job and gives us great material for being able to build a uh, storyline where we have lots of fun and we help defeat the, uh, help the, the good guys defeat the bad guys. So right now we have a published, self-published by the way, um, nine book series. We're working on book number ten and each of them do have a theme. Identity theft is the first one, the introduction to it. We have over 160 characters. They're in a series, <laughs> but you don't have to read the books in order. Each one is a very good standalone story. They aren't for children. There's a little bit of romance. There's a little bit of hacking. There's a little bit of technology and a lot of travel. But it's all based on real fact. I think we've probably looked at um, enough enough authors over the years that uh, we, we get uh, we get some things that uh, that are uh, swell ideas we have good techniques from uh, from uh, you know a lot of different uh, authors so um, you know it all it all gets into your your bloodstream after a while yeah, yeah before you, you know, before you long you know it's like you're looking at TV saying I wouldn't write it that way <laughs> our website is enigmaseries.com or enigmabookseries.com. Both of them will get you there. Okay. Um, all of our social medias are on there. Certainly Facebook and Twitter and Pinterest and Instagram because they're all very, very important. There are book trailers on there, sample chapters. And one of my favorite things we added about six months ago is if you sign up for our email list, you get to download a free coloring book. <laughs> Who likes free? <laughs> So I have one more thing here. My Facebook has random questions. Each of you will pick one and you'll answer it. Question is, what was your favorite childhood game and how do you play it? Favorite childhood game um, was probably with my brothers and it's, uh, it's called Mental Cruelty. Uh, what we would do is, uh, you know, we would uh, take my youngest brother 
and uh, he would have to take all of the beatings for us for for the uh, uh, for the uh, antics that we would get into. <laughs> you are so evil. <laughs> you wanted the favorite game. I'm, 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 Thank you. So, what social network is your favorite, Facebook, YouTube, Snapchat, any of those, and why? I think my personal favorite would have to be YouTube, and that's because I really like the visuals. I like the creativity that we have out there. Um, there are some that I think are a little over the top, even for for my, uh, you know, creativity. <laughs> but but I think you can get a lot of information. I think that you you have a venue that's a lot of fun, and I've seen a lot of new people emerging onto that particular venue and being very successful. Yes, I love you too. Thank y'all so much. Give them a round of applause. Thank you. <laughs> my name is Barbara Porter Coleman, and my first book is called The Reservationist. My second book is called A Ram in the Bush, and coming soon is my third book, Where is Grace About Human Trafficking? The Reservationist is a mystery thriller. Now I started out writing about being resilient and bouncing back because my mom got killed when I was a senior in high school and she left six children behind. And some of us went on and some of us kind of stayed stuck. So I wrote about being resilient, but the next thing I knew I had a murder mystery. So it took a toll on its own. My second book is called A Ram in the Bush, and it is about jealousy in the relationship, and it also deals with abuse. So uh, there is a young lady by the name of Shay who is a big-time lawyer in Los Angeles, and so she hooks up with this basketball coach, and they've only known each other for three months, and guess what? They get married. Well, then all of this jealousy comes out on her part. He really is a good guy. But because of Shay being afraid to trust, she let that relationship possibly ruin their marriage. Now, Winston's mother is a counselor, but she doesn't have anything to say to Winston's mother. Every time Winston's mother tries to give her advice, she tells her to butt out. So Shay is so jealous that Winston kept going one day, he was going to the mall. So Shay was checking his coat pocket, she was checking his wallet for receipt. So she said, now he's going to the mall, he can't be going to buy anything, he must be going to see somebody. So this particular day, Shay gets out and Winston has said, I'm going to the mall, I'll be right back. So Shay gets in her car and so she's huffing and puffing. I'm going to catch him today. Uh-huh, I'm going to catch him. So Shay goes to the mall, and so she sees Winston with this long-legged blonde girl sitting in the food cart. She said, uh-huh, I'm going to catch him. So she goes in the store, and she's in the window hiding. And then the next thing you know, boop, bop, zam, Shay falls and knocks the mannequin all on the floor. So she gets up. When Shay gets up, Winston and the lady is gone. So the next thing you know, Shay said, okay, I'm going back home. So Shay gets home, and when she gets home, Winston is there. And so she's huffing and puffing, and Winston says, what's wrong with you? And you know what she said? Nothing. And so he says, now I know something is wrong with you. 
because I see you, you huffing and puffing. So then she says, I saw you at the mall with that skinny heifer today. And so he looks around and says, oh, so you're following me now. And so he goes and he says, do you see what, do you remember what next week is? And she goes, no, what? So he takes out a ring and put it on the table and says, happy birthday, and throws it to her. <laughs> All right. My books are on uh, Amazon.com, Barnes and Nobles, on my website at BarbaraPorterColeman.com. Of course, on Facebook, and I do sell out of my trunk as well. All right. Okay. If you could live anywhere in the world, where would you live and why? Oh, wait. <laughs> uh, I had the opportunity to uh, fly to Europe. I used to work for the airline, so I had my flight benefits. So my husband and I took a trip to Europe, Paris, Rome, and Rome is so beautiful. So if I had any place to stay, it would probably be in Rome. They have all of the different, all of the uh, monuments and the cathedrals, and it's just beautiful over there, and the people are nice, and the food is good. They don't give you that much food over there in Europe. They don't know anything about a buffet. When you say buffet, they like buffet. They give you a little bit, but it's ample amount. But my husband and I were still hungry when we left, the, when we left Europe, <laughs> and we did lose a few pounds. <laughs> Thank you so much. Give her a round of applause, everyone. Thank you. My name is Elizabeth Rents, and I started writing because I didn't have a choice. I woke up one morning, I was 67 years old, and I was an unhappy camper. So I decided I was going to shut down my 10-year business, which was bank recruiting, and I was going to start over. That start over process led me to my book, and I had no choice but to put it down so that everybody could follow the steps in the book and become the person that you want to be. What's the name of your book? My, <laughs> my book is Reinvent, Rediscover Your Purpose, Reset Your Life. And what do you think in it that people can find interesting? that they can learn from? All of it. <laughs> because I take it step by step. I don't just say, this is the way I did it. I give you an assignment in there that you can follow through chapter through chapter, from the beginning of finding that voice that you have inside of you that wants to get out, to traveling through what's in your head that's telling you it's not getting out, to actually creating a plan so that you can accomplish the goal that you want to accomplish. So it's a st it really truly is a step-by-step -step process to get where you want to get. And it works. Because what happens is when you read the book, you wind up discovering yourself and finding opportunities that you never knew existed. Uh, you know, when they, they say that if God closes the door, he opens the window. I'm going to add something to that. When you become aware of where that window is, you can get through it. And it's the awareness that you'll find in my book. It'll show you exactly how to see that so that you can move to the next step. And what is a quote that you live by that keeps you going each day? Age is a state of mind, honey. Uh. I don't care whether you're <laughs> 10 years old, 15, 
I'm about to be 70. Wow. And it is definitely a state of mind. That's beautiful. <laughs> and could you tell everyone how to reach you? Yeah, um, if you simply go on elizabethrents.com, that is my webpage. If you want to reach me, you can reach me through elizabeth at breakthroughyourway.com. And the easiest way is to buy my book <laughs> because it has all those web pages in it. Yes, and then right here I have my fake book with the random questions. <laughs> so you pick one and I'll read it to you. All right. Okay. Whoops, I think I picked two. Uh oh, which one you want? Two uh, or four? Two. Okay. Question is What clothes, shoes, jewelry, or hairstyle did you wear as a teen that you would be embarrassed to wear today? Beehive hairdo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're laughing back there because you recognize that too. I mean, my hair was up like that, teased, and it was sprayed down good. Wow. <laughs> it did not move. <laughs> Thank you so much. I you're appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Give her a clap and a round of applause, everyone. <laughs> my name is Kim Robinson. My book is a historical, ancestral, I come from a very, very colorful family. They were the people who, when they said you're free, they weren't going to stay on the plantation. They left. So they had to come up with creative ways to make money. And they did. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. What is a quote that you live by each day that keeps you motivated and keeps you going? I'm still here and I'm still standing. That's because I couldn't walk for four years. And how did you find yourself, whenever you reached a point where you felt like nothing else was possible, how, how did you get back up? Did you have to keep telling yourself, I'm going to get there, or was there someone there? My husband and my children and my family and my friends were a constant source of support. When I felt bad, I didn't want to tell nobody, I just disappeared. So they knew if they didn't hear from me, we got to check on it. <laughs> <laughs> and then what advice could you give anyone that feels like they're at the bottom and they want to write, but they just don't know where to start? What advice could you give them to start? Pick up a pen, a computer, a tablet, a, a, a notepad, whatever you have to do. I have papers all around the house where something come into my mind, I write it down and just leave the paper there. And everybody knows, don't mess with my paper. <laughs> <laughs> and all of that comes to you for a reason. Mm -hmm. And when you put it all together, you may not even know where it's supposed to go. I got stuff that I wrote down that I put in my books now wow. that Oh, that's where this was supposed <laughs> to be. So don't get rid of nothing. Keep it all and just keep writing. And how can people contact you? www.kim-robinson.com All my information is on there. And you can always come get one of my cards. And I have here in this fake book random questions. Pick one and I'll read it to you. Okay. Okay. Let's see what this question is. Describe your perfect writing place, where it is, what's in there, and how long you'll be there for. For a long time, my perfect writing place was in the bed because I had to have one of those tables with the computer on it, and I had to write there. But now I have a reclining chair because I can walk again, and 
I sit in front of that reclining chair with the TV on, and I pick one show, and I try to watch that show all day. Mm. Because once I get into writing, I leave the TV, but the background noise keeps my mind going. And that's my favorite place to write. And I take days, I write, I work for a company, I take, I work at home, mm -hmm. but I take myself off and I pick up hours for another day. Wow. So whatever day says, you need to write, that's mm -hmm. what I do. If I can't get off when I write my morning stuff down, I just stay there and keep writing. That's amazing. <laughs> Everyone give a round of applause to Ms. Kim Robinson. Thank you so much. My name is Tabby Fleck, and I am a paranormal historical fantasy author. Um, my book is one of a trilogy about twins who get shipped off. They're from New York, and they get shipped off to a boarding school in the middle of nowhere, Oklahoma. Worst thing ever. It's the end of the world. And uh, to top that all off, they transition into these beings on the full moon with wings and towers. And it's them figuring out what seems to be controlling them and why this school has been waiting for them for over a century. So they're like, what the heck is going on? Um, so I began writing because of my love for reading, for the written word. And anything I could get my hands on, um, I don't know about anybody else, but I, in middle school and high school, they had this program um, called um, AR. And you had to read your AR book. And um, it was a way to get out of a certain reading class. If you read enough books, you didn't have to go to a reading class. And so I just <laughs> ate it all up. And I just love programs like that because it encourages readers and I loved the art, and I decided, you know what, I'm going to dive right on in. Ah. And so that's, what, that's how that turned out. Oh, that's nice. I just have like a random question just out of nowhere. If, if there's a character from a movie, a TV show, or a book that you've read that you would want to be, what character would that be and why? I would say I would want to be Hermione from Harry Potter. <laughs> She is one of my favorite characters in that book because she's a bookworm. Yeah. And you know, although although you know she seems to be a little bit a is a smart aleck at times, <laughs> but she knows how to get the information. Mm -hmm. She knows how to solve a problem, where everyone else is just running around with their heads cut off. Right. <laughs> and could you tell everyone how to reach you? Uh, you can reach me on my website, tabbyslick.com. Um, I have a business card if you want to pick it up. It'll have my name on it, and I'm on Facebook and Twitter. Nice, and I have here the fake book, Pick a Question, Ooh. and I'll read it to you. All right, five. Let's see. <laughs> if <Okay>. you... <laughs> no, it's good. <laughs> if you were cooked your favorite meal, what is on your plate? Grilled cheese. Grilled cheese. <laughs> <laughs> grilled cheese for sure. Thank you so much. Everyone give her a round of applause. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, uh, my name is Michael Stevenson. I'm the author of Nighttime Expressions. Um, it's fic fictional romance, drama, conflict, whatever you 
you um, can think of in, in different stories, like eight different stories of their own. And so some of them are about romance, some of them about just natural day conflict. Some of them are, are the shows that my, my wife likes to watch, love and hip hop, and all of Atlanta and all, uh, no, all of those shows. So it has a little bit of everything in it to get uh, a variety uh, of, of people to read it. And inspiration for those that like to read and for those who are like me that aren't really big um, readers. So I wrote the book in small chapters for those to read, maybe a chapter or two at night, ah. and then put it down. Those that who love to read will finish the book in two or three days. Right. But for the folks that are, are like me that aren't ones who will download a book on a monthly basis or go to their barns and open and pick up a book, then that's what it's written for. So uh, honestly, I can't say that there's a book that just really inspired me until I started um, writing. Okay. And so I guess that book, to answer your question, would be my book. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. Is there a character in your book that you find really interesting or complicated? Um, yeah, you know, in the book, I, I, I tested a lot of different characters. Mm -hmm. And um, um, one of the stories that has a character named Kiona, and I don't want to give give it away, but, you know, she's she's um, she's feisty. Mm -hmm. She's very she's, she's very smart. But she's, um, it's a group of women, and she's kind of like the leader of it. And so I had a lot of fun with her character because I, I made her kind of atypical, but at the same time, you know, you just couldn't, you didn't know what to expect from her. Mm -hmm. But she would come at, at her other characters um, at a lot of different angles. So Kiona is one that, um, as you read that story, um, if you get the book, then you'll see that her character stands out. And I had a lot of fun with, with, with that particular role. You reach me on Facebook, Twitter, um, under Nighttime Expressions, that is my publishing company's brand. Um, nighttime, um, my favorite part of the day is, is, <laughs> is the night, of course. But um, um, under Nighttime Expressions on the Facebook and then Twitter, and um, those, those are my two primary sources. I'm not on Instagram yet. Okay. So here I have my fake book, and you're okay. going to pick a question, um, and I'll read it to you. If you won the lottery, what are three things you would do with it? Move, move, move. No. <laughs> no. If I won the lottery, um, I, 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 I would definitely, um, you know, enjoy it and, you know, with a nice vacation, take care of my family. Um, but um, a lot of people don't know that um, I, I'm adopted. So uh, I think that um, I, if I could help out the foster care system, especially here in Texas, that would be um, a big emphasis of mine after, you know, the house and the car and all that good stuff. Nice. Yeah. Thank you so much. Everyone give him a round of applause. Thank you so much. Can I say one more thing? <laughs> yes. um, and this is for those that are aspiring to uh, write a book. Just the same time last year, I had never written a book. My book was not published. I was working on it, but no one knew who I was. But one of the things that inspired me to complete this project was I was reading Oh, uh, I read a book back when I was in the Navy. A lot of people don't know uh, the founder of McDonald's, Ray Kroc, who he was in his book, he was describing this guy that when he was in the Navy, they would leave to go on liberty and enjoy this uh, country that they were in. And there was this goofy kid who would write and draw these crazy pictures. And all the other Navy shipmen would make fun of him and tell him, hey, why don't you come out around and have a drink with us while you're sitting there drawing these little crazy pictures? 
And every day this guy would just draw crazy little pictures. He would never go out. He would never go party in it. He would never drink with the other sailors. And he said that he became his best friend. And he would encourage him. Say, man, you know, I know they're messing with you because you're drawing all these crazy cartoon characters, but just keep doing what you're doing. And he kind of inspired him. And he come to find out that the guy who the kids made fun of or the sailors made fun of was Walt Disney. <laughs> so I just say this to you, you all, that if you, you have something that you're inspiring to do, no matter what anyone says, no matter what anyone thinks, just keep doing it and uh, finish up your project and good luck to you. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in and I hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, please leave a comment and share this episode. You can follow me on Twitter at Characters Here and learn more at charactershere.com. And remember, don't be a stranger, be a character. Be a character. Be a character.